0: Welcome to the CFG GameCast, episode number 88, a weekly podcast created by gamers and streamers alike to discuss the latest gaming topics from the previous week. We stream a new episode on Saturdays and release it on podcast services on the beginning of the week on uh, on any places like Apple, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Podbeat, and so much more. So show us some love, give us a follow, a like, a comment, what have you, on any podcast services that are currently out there. Uh, or... Go to our main website, confreaksandgeeks.com to get the latest episodes. I am Mr. CFG Games himself. And with me today, I have two awesome co hosts. I got Lex uh, uh, in the second seat. How are you doing, my cyborg? Me? I know we're doing, oh, a, know we're doing a side game. That's how yes. I know
1: it's me. Uh, yes. I'm doing all right. <laughs> uh, I started a new game this week. And it scared me enough that I had to stop playing it.
0: That's a, you know that needs that to be like a crazy. record. That is so much like for that's that the to happen. You said that. I'm
1: interested. Yeah, Second yeah, time my interest. So it used to be. It, I it was on my wish list for a long time. It was called House on a Hill. It was made by a developer that only is run by three people. Um, and I had to turn down a lot of the game volume because certain parts were like so loud it would blow my eardrums out, and I couldn't equal it right. Um, but then it sounded like there was no background noise at all, even though it was just like wind whooshing by a window sounds. Um, so it was like pretty much dead silent as I'm walking through this house. And then every once in a while, a creepy lady would giggle. No big deal. I've, I've fought worse. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: but then I'm on a roof and I'm a, basically a robber robbing this house. This game's called mists of Aden. And he's like, jump off the roof and get away. And my character looks over and it's like, yeah, no. And I'm thinking, no, yeah, you should. Come on. And I'm trying to force him off. He won't. He's going to find another way. And I go to the end of this balcony to look over. And I kept pausing it because my tinnitus was real bad. So if I don't hear background music, my ears ring. Uh, and mm. then like I hear what sounds like blood pumping in my ears. But it's my, my robot parts. And I look over. And I start to turn around, and you use your mouse to turn, and I'm, you know, not fast, but not slow either, and all of a sudden I see, like, a mannequin, but it's one of, like, the marionette style, where, like, everything oh is visible. Oh, and face <laughs> is, like, and oh, I
0: was like, no, no,
1: no nope, I'm out of I'm there. Done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, and I escaped, I was like, we're playing, um, Striker okay <laughs> the you person play, who though. bought me the game was in chat i was like i will beat this i'm out of my anxiety medicine please my boobs will fall off if i keep playing this
0: i'm
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> moving on uh yeah, other than
0: that- to me though is the fact that like dude like you play like five nights of freddy and i remember when, like and that just the mannequins and how they move around freaks me out and like yes. but this mm-hmm. alone is the one that gets you that that, that kind of Yo, you know, screws it up for you I
1: think it's I, I think it's because my grandmother used to do clay sculptures and I, there was those dolls that were like all every joint is posable do you know what I mean mm-hmm. so yeah. like yes they're a mannequin but they're usually this big well this one was life size and mm-hmm. I had just given another version of it a doll like a baby because it was like holding its arms like this and I'm like I guess I give this to you oh huh. you're gone now okay bye and then you know <laughs> we keep going and it was it wanted me to turn around quick to see it right in my face and i was like i'm not freaking stupid
0: so <laughs> <laughs> and i was
1: like maybe that was a fluke and so i looked over again and then i slowly turned and i saw white and i was like nope nope we're done we're done <laughs> um
0: but that other is than that
1: I did have to cancel Thursday because I got vaccinated. Uh and I knew hey. it was gonna knock me on my booty. I slept mm, all night, mm. slept all day yesterday, uh, and then played some it takes two with Ducky. So it was a good week. But that's awesome. Me.
0: Sorry. Oh <laughs> wow, you blessed yourself on that. That's pretty interesting. I don't know what that was. <laughs> <But> <laughs> that's
2: cool.
0: in the bubble of interest. Yeah. Yeah. But you know who you know who is actually more scarier than uh than a mannequin? <gasps> oh, I know. It's the General of the Itty Bitty Smitty Committee. I got Smitty
2: in the third seat. How you doing, buddy? Doing well, my friend. You guys know what it is. We've been on that uh, Outriders grind. I've been grinding out that endgame. Got back on Destiny 2. We got our Iron Banner stuff done um, last night. So it's been grindy. As far as like work-wise, so I haven't gotten a lot of play time in. I know I've got a super busy week next week, but, uh, you know, things are, you know, can't complain, healthy, happy. I'm here. We're talking video games. Uh, no complaints on my end.
0: Awesome. That's great to hear. You know, uh, yeah i mean i know i know you're gonna be you're definitely a busy dude and i know outriders is basically taking your life pretty much this mm-hmm. whole past two and a half weeks so that's cool but no but keeping it up man all right and we have a special guest this with us this week with she used to be a part of the show oh back in the days when we just starting uh she's coming back to have the, some awesome conversations with us she's a part of a good fgc uh, fighting community i don't only really want to say equinox or equinex i can't remember, remember. kind of like the. Econox, guys yeah, like the moon. Yeah. Econox, nice yes. We got that. flexes, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah Flex
0: is back flexing it strong as always how are you doing it's been a good it's been a while how are you doing
3: yeah it has been a while and i am doing it so 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 good i am excited to be back in the seat hanging out with everybody new faces and old alike it is so great to meet lex of course big big mm-hmm. fan so happy to be here to share the mic oh, and of course it's always great lie. to see cfg and Smitty. I enjoy mm. it, it's been a little while, so I'm glad to be back and uh, kicking it, and I'm excited too, we got a lot of good stuff to talk about today, so it'll be a good yes. one.
0: Awesome, great, it's great to hear, yes, and uh, uh, yeah, but the, 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 uh, what's it called, so let's just get this going, man, I know yeah. everyone wants to be seeing what's going on, uh, so we'll go through the normal roll that we normally do, uh, so each of us. Except, you know, this time going to be a little bit different because there's four people this time. So we're going to have three, three topics, but with four people in the conversation roundtable. So
1: commentary.
3: But-
0: Yes. There you go. It's perfect. So each of us chooses a topic or discussion within video games from the previous week. The topic would or could be about a specific game or something that happened in the gaming industry itself. And uh, we don't want to just talk it amongst uh, amongst ourselves. We want you, the people who are live listening to this on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook to be a part of the conversation. So if there's something that you're wanting to chime in and talk about, the, just definitely just type it inside the chat we would love to be talking uh, with you uh, in a nice cool conversation so let's get this party started so we will start uh, with our guest Flex she knows how the whole deal works so let's see if she remembers it and let's go now how let's let's get it started.
3: All righty. So uh, for those who don't know me again, I am Flexus. I'm a big member of the fighting game community. Uh, fighting games are my passion in my life. And so I thought what better way to kind of come back on the podcast than to talk about a fighting game. So I wanted to talk about uh, this new game. Well, it's not, the game itself is not new, but a new update came out. So it's for Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. But the really cool thing is they did a collaboration with Capcom's Street Fighter. So uh, they brought in two Street Fighter characters, the classic Ryu uh, as the Crimson Hawk Ranger and Chun-Li as the Blue Phoenix Ranger. So really, really cool because these are actual characters within the game. And there's, of course, uh, exclusive skins that will be revealed um, within this pack, and it looks like you can, the pack will launch, uh, the Street Fighter pack will launch 25th of May for $12.50, or you can pick up each character separately for $5.99. I believe the pack, um, does include some really cool extra DLC items, so definitely want to check that out. But the thing that's really interesting to me, and we're seeing this actually across multiple games now, is these collaborations specifically with Street Fighter. We've seen it with Fortnite, um, but playing the video here, you guys can take a look. And it's cool, too, because they took the character Ryu... And they actually took some of his moves, like the dragon punch, uh, his classic fireball, his Tatsu, like all these classic moves that make Ryu this character. And even some like lesser known moves, but if you play the game Street Fighter, you recognize it, you know, incorporated in the game of Power Rangers. And if you haven't played Power Rangers, Please, please, please go and play it. It is an absolute blast. And for Mm -hmm. me, this is kind of like the love child with the Street Fighter and Power Rangers for like 90s kids and that whole genre. So it's a lot of fun. But. Again, kind of backtracking, I wanted to talk about the f- idea that we're seeing these collaborations across multiple platforms or games now where, you know, we saw Street Fighter characters in Fortnite. Now we're seeing them in Power Rangers and we've even seen them in games like Tekken. So I think it's really interesting. It kind of goes to show the impact that the genre or the, the series of Street Fighter has had on popular culture because we're seeing that expansion Um so, yeah, I just want to talk about that. Because, of course, too, like, I, I come from a sh- heavy Street Fighter V background. I'm a commentator and competitor. I have been for years. Uh, so, to me, it's really, really exciting to see these kind of cross implementations of that.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, uh, for sure. Most definitely. I think the biggest thing, like, first, like, uh, what this actually, what this kind of, like, seeing Ryu and Chun-Li in this game, it's very... Cool, like no i don't think anyone if anyone could have thought that they would have uh reached out to capcom and said hey we want these characters in our game yeah. for the power rangers in saban's universe of power rangers and stuff no one would have guessed that at all whatsoever so i loved seeing this what this kind of reminds me of actually is kind of like the uh early 2000s really because like uh when 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 capcom was more subjective uh subjective uh uh subjectable to uh leasing these rights to other games i mean canceled all the versus games that were happening like marvel Capcom, cap s and k s and k versus capcom and stuff like that so it's kind of cool that now that you saw that 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 you're seeing that it feels like they're they're kind of removing the 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 giant anvil for the longest of time to see it to see these ips go to different you know developers likes uh, like power rangers because like uh you're right uh the game like i think the last time i think when i played this was when we played uh extra life when we did extra life about two yeah. years ago uh, uh with the fighting game roulette and it was mm-hmm. like wow this game is actually yeah this game is that really was the fun. the first time
2: i saw it that's the first yeah. time i saw it i was like wow like what is this i was like this is yeah. so dope <laughs> it is yeah. very fun
0: Yeah, and it's it's probably the most, and I have to say, prior to uh, playing Guilty Gear, I would say this is probably the most stable online game fighting game I've ever played because uh, because it did, yeah, it did. They did. They're the ones that really kind of. Out of the blue, decided to do rollback netcode and say this is how this. Uh, besides Killer Instinct, to be a part right. of it, so it's a very sound game. I will definitely say that. But like when I think uh, when they, when you saw when I saw like these characters are being announced, I was like, oh, thank you God that they're actually doing this. And then the trailer of Ryu in the Power Rangers look and stuff just yeah, looks so, so cool. yeah, <laughs> so like, slick that they made their own so design cool. for him. It's like oh, and I oh, like
3: that we- they. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was gonna say I like that they took like the classic aspects of Ryu you know the the red outfit or uniform Mm -hmm. um or like the headband and like the headband part was the big one for me but they kept a lot of his classic moves and were able to implement them into that game to really say like Mm -hmm. hey this isn't just like a Ryu skin plastered over another character in Power Rangers like this is a a character all in his own I think is gonna draw a lot of attention to that game because it's a popular game but it definitely doesn't have the same audience as other games like Street Fighter Tekken and some of the bigger Mm -hmm. titles so I think it also like from just a financial standpoint it's really smart on their part to get more uh interest recognizable
0: yeah exactly I
2: I love the fact that they do that though where they there's almost this cross promoting within these game companies and stuff that are happening so you're bringing over these other crowds to this game now that maybe before they had no interest in now it's an oh snap like uh yeah i'll check it out maybe not only that plus it's on game pass so yeah. a lot of people have access to this game i was like i was like i'm pretty sure i have this game uh, i just i haven't played it yet but i remember when we first uh watched it um at that at that extra life i was like this is dope i didn't even know that this was a thing you know what i mean like i i you know i i you know i i want to play it why have i not played it yet uh having ryu in this is, you know that is super dope. I love Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Again, it's so weird because like when I I lived in Japan, I did not like Power Rangers. It uh-huh. wasn't until I moved to the states that I that I got into the Power Rangers. I was totally that mm-hmm. nerd that I had I had uh, uh what are they curtains? Power Ranger curtains. I'd get made fun of. Uh, <laughs> I not care, dude. Yeah. I have to say,
3: I think Lex has some opinions about that.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to be the odd man out. I liked the original Power Rangers. I liked Kimberly. Uh, I loved that they really kind of showed more of like their own personalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like they would show Kimberly like. I felt like, what, am I wrong on this? Like in the cafeteria, she would just do cartwheels like on the tables for like practice and stuff. And there was like a parallel bar that she would just do the splits and be like, "I'm better than all of you. Um
0: To be but, fair, Angel Grove was a was a hot mess. <laughs> <You> know, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I like I like seeing Lord Zed. He definitely was somebody that like. Okay, this is a cool bad guy. Because there are a lot of bad guys that were like bobbleheads essentially. And I'm like, as a kid, I'm like, this is stupid. Where's my (laughs) give me my 90s Batman show where you know (laughs) that's where I learned how to do like my first Harley voice, but I don't I was really never a big fan of Power Rangers, and I felt like I would set an alarm on the weekends so that I could see my shows. And then I would eat cereal while Power Rangers was on cuz it was Captain Crunch it was so crunchy I couldn't hear the TV anyways who <laughs> cared and then I would watch you know the rest of my shows and then go outside and play um I just wasn't a huge I know and like I have friends who are like I mean Power Ranger nerds like they have some of like the original set pieces some of the original costuming like they're so into it it's insane uh and like hey, I mean I get it, I'm into Star Trek, you know, and yeah. like not in like a healthy way either. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I have my Captain Kirk and Scotty Plushie right here. But <laughs> it does look cool. And I love Ryu. I love Street Fighter. Um, Street Fighter was one of my favorite games growing up, going to the arcade. Yeah. Uh, because again, like, you know, and, and we've talked about this, like my parents were lower middle class, like we couldn't afford an uh You know, to have an NES or a Sega, I got my Sega. It was gifted to me by a buddy at the rink. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a Game Boy Color, but because we were on the road so much for skating competitions, uh, you know, and that's all my parents could afford. And when I got that Game Boy Color for my birthday, that was the only thing I got. I had to wait six months to get a game. (laughs) Um, you know,
3: like,
2: yeah
1: i had a game like color the- and no games but my neighbor yeah. was nice and they gave me a game which ended up being my favorite mario game of all times like the C- the six coins yeah. best mario yeah. game ever uh,
0: but the whole thing with this like uh, with, the, with the i mean I like the, from overall like with the with how power rangers itself in itself it's like you're, you're right i mean you don't have to be a fan of the uh, well i mean i guess you would have to be a fan of some sort to be interested in playing it but but i think that like uh, I, I think what I like more of this is I think that uh, the underlining of this, that Capcom is willing to do stuff for other, with other companies. And I think yeah. that is a big, that is the biggest change that you haven't seen Capcom do ever since like the PS three, like Capcom cross uh when that yeah. happened back in the days. Like, yeah, it's been, it's literally have been 10 years. Like ever since that, That was also a dumpster fire in itself. That they they kind (laughs) of kept this itself, (laughs) you know, like uh, but like that's why I am really looking forward to this. And this is the beginning of all of this, especially like you were saying earlier, Chun Li and and Ryu is in um uh was in Fortnite, yeah, uh, for this kind of thing. Like who would have thought that that would have been that would have been possible and stuff. So and this is like a versus Shodo character that we haven't seen ever since like the Marvel cap three eras and stuff like that. And he actually looks like, he actually looks fun. Like uh, usually reuse are mm-hmm. s- suck in these versus games. He actually looks fun. I kind of can't wait to see the Chun-Li trailer when it comes out, you know? So yeah, uh, it's, it, it's crazy.
3: Yeah. I'm pretty stoked to uh, uh, talk about unhealthy obsessions. Mine is Chun-Li. Like I have a whole <laughs> collection and the nine yards of just Chun-Li stuff. And so for me, I come the from tattoo. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I even have her tattooed on me. And so for me, like this, and I think this is the smart move that Power Rangers did to kind of get drag in a h- bigger audience. Because like for me, I'm a diehard Chun-Li fan. So of course, I'm going to be tempted to pick up the game and want to give it an honest try because my favorite character is in that game. So I'm going to want to play it and give it a, like test it out. And I uh, like I played Power Rangers before and, and it has a really fun mechanic like it has the auto combo system which is really nice especially if uh like combos aren't really your thing or like you kind of struggle with it and it, it's got a really cool gameplay to it too so mm-hmm. for me it definitely makes me more inclined to try games like that or even with Fortnite like when they had the Chunli skin I was like I might need to get in on this action, even just a little bit, because I'm also a collector, so I'm like, I gotta collect all the skins across the board, like, Fortnite, chun yeah. Power Rangers, like, I gotta get
0: it. <laughs> did you get it?
3: You yeah. get it? You no, got the Fortnite I didn't. I
0: thought
2: oh, it. I thought <laughs> oh, long and point. hard. Oh, man. Uh, no, I, played Fortnite I, think, I think you ago. got dirt. Their- Yeah, and I think you got it right though, and that's like one of the biggest things to touch on is the fact that a lot more of these companies now are becoming, uh, a lot more open about playing ball with these other companies i think they see what the future of gaming is and it's not so restrictive a lot more people and they're finding more success uh working with other companies Mm -hmm. and tapping into these other audiences as opposed to being so just kind of walled off and this is our ip these are our characters they only appear here so i'm loving it i think it's so
0: fun Yeah, but, like, here's the thing, though, and I really kind of have the... Maybe it's just me being pessimistic about it because, like, fighting games have been held back for so dang long because of the mentality of the upper upper management like you i mean i don't know if you mm-hmm. remember this but like remember when dragon ball was in dire was was in trouble for even being a fighting game in evo because namco bandai was not giving them the go ahead to do it and stuff and then for right. years for years and this is the biggest issue like they didn't want outside help to do things that they wanted to do like like the biggest thing was uh was rollback netcode netcode has mm. been around for almost t- for over ten years now, and nothing has been done uh, like on the Japanese side. When it with with the with the, like I mean, look at Street Fighter Five when that came out initially. Right. That was a terrible mess uh, when that came out. Tekken Seven was the same way. All this stuff like like this, like I mean, it it's 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 a weird like it's a weird struggle that they that they say that we have technology that will literally make this game stable and playable online but they didn't want to they wanted to do it themselves in-house and that was their mentality for literally decades on this specifically for fighting games which is really weird to me then when Killer Instinct and stuff kinda of started coming into the mix of all of this stuff, that's when they were like, Wow, this is so it is possible to do online neck uh, uh, online play, but why is it so good on this? But why is it such such booty on the uh on, on Street Fighter and stuff like yeah. that, you know? So yeah, so it's just yeah, yeah, it's hard to say. It's just that's what it is. I mean uh that's what these companies
2: got exposed though it's the same thing with playstation now they're Uh in a in a process where they're having to play (laughs) catch up because Uh you know somebody went out and did this instead of them going back and fixing these issues and this is where again you have this separation Mm -hmm. between the corporate heads and the community and and again the fgc is a very very strong community so you know what i mean they're saying look dude like this is not like like we need better to be able to to play online. You know what I mean? Like this stuff needs to get done. They drug their feet on it. Somebody else came out and did it. now they want to try to make good on it. And there, which is great, but again, it shouldn't have taken this long. And it's really trying to find this balance between the corporate side of gaming and the community. And then you've got mm-hmm. the studios and developers and stuff that are in the middle, getting pressure from here and pressure from here. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a terrible situation I'm I still kind of like I'm not convinced quite yet
0: to be like on the board the, On the optimism side that, that they're going That they learned their lesson so we'll see we'll, Surprise we'll, surprise they'll, they'll need to go, Yeah well I'm just saying it's, it's like You fooled me once I mean shame on uh, Shame on you uh, uh, on yeah. you. But fool me twice shame on me you know that, That's this kind of mentality mm-hmm. I have on it I mean can you not blame me I mean Flex I mean how many fighting games have you played That were like ass like online <laughs>
2: right (laughs) too
0: too
3: many to count but i actually had a question for lex about this because you Uh you kind of come from the different perspective where you weren't a big fan of power rangers so do you think Mm -hmm. that because now they're incorporating characters like Li and ryu that you know you have that fondness for street fighter growing up that it'd make you more inclined to give the game a try yeah yeah
1: it would i mean see and i don't know how the mechanics of the game work necessarily uh like i don't know like is there like a storyline and all that or is it like nope you just fight each other um i don't really care to hear the storyline but i would Mm. be intrigued how like i liked lord zed he was my favorite villain um I would watch episodes with just him because he was, he was cool. Um, yeah. He, I called him the inside out dude when I was little, but
2: <laughs> yeah. he, he
1: looks like he's inside out. Um, you know, I think I'm like, I'm not opposed to not trying something just because I didn't like it as a kid. Um, you know, sometimes your perspective change and that's just being a human and growth in general. Uh, but I think it's cool how I think it's very funny that this is very targeted for millennials, too, because, I mean, I know Street Fighter popular, but that's speaking more towards like our demographic, you know, yeah. whereas I feel like a lot of stuff right now is incorporating a lot of like K-pop and things like that for the younger demographic. And that's cool, too. Like, I got it. That's not meant for me. Um, but bring my green guy in and I'm all in. All right. uh,
3: Well, we'll pass this over to Capcom. See if they can get some uh, some Blanca action in here. Oh, he's my favorite.
0: (laughs) That would would be pretty cool if they did that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that was a good topic, uh, Flex. As always, that's great. All right. So my topic is. uh, I'll do. I'll be the next one on this. So we'll go with that. (laughs) So. I know everyone's been having it. Uh, the, there was there was an uproar past couple of weeks with PlayStation. You know the uh, uh, people finding out that if they remove the battery off of uh, inside the PS4, you basically brick your whole system. <laughs> uh, you have heard about that, Flex? No. Yeah.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> yeah so, i've heard about this i have so, heard about this
0: okay so like uh so people okay so they've come to find out people there was a, it was originally broke by a story from ign australia that they said that uh if you replace uh you can break your ps4 by removing the built-in but it's like a battery in your hardware so eventually you know be, on natural time your ba- your battery the battery will die eventually so when the battery dies and let's say even if you replace it you won't be able to play your ps4 games that you have on your whole library on that ge- on that system digitally or physically so you can't buy you can't it, it just completely bricks it uh uh because of it uh so uh there w- so for weeks people were kind of fearing this and stuff like that n- uh, now and i was like saying there's no way that they're that they're not going to do anything about it and i still stand that way uh, uh, for it with Sony, because Sony would be stupid if they will just let people lose their library like that, uh, and then not and not say a thing about it, you know. But uh, so uh, this week there was a group of people. Um, uh, I got the video from a thing called Destruction Games, but this week there's a group of people who actually tested this out to see if that was a real thing. Uh, and what happened is, so they they removed the CMOS battery from the PS4. Uh, and then they replaced it with a brand new CMOS battery they turn their system on uh and then they the games are still there so they tried loading the game up but it errors out it, it, it errors out for everything and it gives them it gives them an error uh an error code that says that there's an internal error that's within uh uh so, uh that that you would need to look into to further troubleshoot with so with the sony representative <clears throat> So uh, they, there is a, not necessarily a hot fix, but there is a hack fix of someone actually make something to, to make it possible uh, to, to get around it. But it's not stable because obviously, and you know, this one you definitely doesn't want you to be doing stuff like that. But the biggest thing that but they know the reason of it, the reason why is that it's sync. it's the uh, synchronized uh, is the trophy system that sony has implemented for their games that uh that the trophy system depends on the synchronization of this uh of the bat the internal clock from the system so what that means is that if you're if the if the if you so your trophies that you get or that you've earned from the games or the uh, uh that it's pulling from the server uh it, it, there's a there's a there's like a handshake that happens with the hardware on your system so right. if you remove if you remove the hardware uh, and then you replace it with something different something that, it, it's a different code that that will uh, that will come off so it's not matching between this handshake so it's so it's being it's saying no we, it's like there's something's wrong it's not uh it's not recognizing it so they won't give you access to those games or or the digital or physical so with it ha- so it breaks completely something like that is a patchable fix that can be done right on, 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 on it now the big pro- the, the problem that people are experiencing is that Sony hasn't said a word about it so uh the so not. the way yeah, yeah. So the, the the pro so now, I mean, given the times for me, especially the biggest thing is crossplay uh for Sony. Uh uh given the times with Sony doing these kind of things, they're gonna do the right thing. I know that they're gonna definitely do it. The problem is how long they're gonna take, uh they're gonna do for this. And uh and uh I, I that's why I'm not worried at it. And plus I got a new system so I don't have to worry about it as, uh uh for this uh for me. But like I will say this though, like I like the overall issues with Sony uh, as of late, like this, remember their announcement of the remaster of the last of us on PS five, which is ridiculous and stuff (laughs) like that. It's, (laughs) I mean, it's like, do you feel like Sony is actually like, you know, like, you know, they're, they're kind of like in a weird doghouse spiral, like a downward, not necessarily a downward spiral, but like, you know, like a, uh, a, a, like a weird place for people who should be fearing, where Sony's direction is going. Like you really feel like Sony's doing the right thing right now for, for these issues that you, uh, that we, that we're, that, that people are seeing and coming across. And I just want to see which, how y'all's reaction is on how Sony's treating it. So that's that. Uh, so I just want to get y'all's view on it.
1: Uh, Okay. Sorry. I'd like <laughs> raise my hand in Zencaster. Why are mm-hmm. they changing the battery in the first place?
0: Well, they're, they're doing this as a point. The point is, is that eventually that battery will die uh okay. because like no, yeah so well, yeah so what yeah so what they're doing is that so they're saying is that they're 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 simulating that let's say your battery is dead and let's say you're wanting to replace the battery to to, to so you can play your game back on so it's a matter of just replacing the cmos battery which is like a watch battery that's what it usually is right. uh and uh so when they do that there's they're saying that when you do something like that it's going to crash your system because because uh, because it's not synchronized correctly to the uh uh uh, to to like the trophy systems and stuff like that that's going on on sony's side that's what they're trying to do they're they're trying to show the error
1: Mm -hmm. logistically speaking i've never heard of anyone's battery going out
0: oh it happens i'm sure
1: it does but it's just so interesting to me that then people are like well then let me test this Mm -hmm. what i don't want to break my stuff thanks
0: yeah, but come on, it's like it's like Y two K. I mean, it's just like like when Y2K, <laughs> no, I am serious. It's just like how like what happened with Y two K. It's like we found out yeah. years before it happened. It's mm-hmm. like uh, just someone said, "Oh, that's weird." It's uh, the internal clock says it's nineteen oh one instead of two thousand one. Like Y two K was not a big deal because they took care of it before it uh, before it happened. Right. Uh, but like, but it's the same kind of thing. It's just like you you found a you found a glitch in your system. Mm-hmm. You want to fix? You're, you're wanting to fix it. I mean, it's just simple. That's that's it's, it's uh, that's the way I look at it. Uh, just unfortunately, it's the it's the public that found it, not Sony that
2: that, yeah. that found it. <laughs> you that know? And and to me is what's problematic.
1: Like, yeah, huh? that seems like it's going to be an issue. I'm sure Sony will will fix it, like no problem. I just hmm. find it interesting that I I don't know. I came from the mindset of like you don't get a lot of nice things, so you better take care of what you have. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I couldn't break my stuff on purpose just for science.
0: Yeah, yeah. but I mean, that's just, yeah, I think you're looking at the smaller picture of that, but I I definitely, what were you
2: going to say, Smitty? I, I think the the, the big, like, egregious thing is, number one, that this was built into the system. So there was no forethought or future proofing for something like this happened. This became a, ah, that's future Smitty problem. That's future Sony problem. Future <laughs> is now. And somebody found it and it wasn't them revealing that. So I imagine that there was some meeting where some, some big whib was like, you know what? We're not going to worry about it. This is how it's going to go. It'll be a problem for the future. And, and here we are. The fact that they built it like that, though, and, it, you know, like we're saying, they could have they could have uh, patched this, you know, a while ago or whenever. Um, the fact that it was an afterthought and it took the public being like, wait a second, what, why is this a thing that exists? And then they haven't even spoken on it because my thoughts are they knew that this was a thing that would happen. And Sony just keeps making, and, like, here's my, like, Where I'm, where I'm kind of salty is that, is that Sony is almost, they're having issues being able to pivot and make moves. I think, I believe that they had a plan laid out and the plan they're seeing now is not, it's not, it's behind the times. And they're not adapting with how the times are changing and how rapidly they're changing. I think they need to pivot on some of these things and some of the moves. And they are doing that. You know, they're buying into uh, uh, Microsoft infrastructure. They're opening, you know, they're putting games on PC. I mean... We were laughing what a week or so ago about the fact that, uh, <laughs> there's going to be a Sony, uh, a Sony game on Game Pass for free, but on PlayStation, it's going to cost you money. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's, you know, like, so they're like to me very much so they're, they're having to play catch up and like these little like one off things like this. It's like, come on, man. What are you guys doing? Uh, you know, get it together. People, people are, are, you know, this I mean, you're talking about a, a thing that can completely crash your system and then, you know, whenever it, it happened, you know, or, or if it happened or whatever, um, you know, I, I think kind of their thought process was, well, they'll be for the most part, by the time it gets to that point, will hopefully be a couple couple of maybe a couple of generations or a couple of uh, thing platforms deeper won't even be it'll be an afterthought. So I think it just got discovered. But they I, I definitely feel like they knew about it. And they were just like, meh, we're gonna turn our. I don't
0: know.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. We're you
0: gonna say. Fl- uh, oh, I was
3: just gonna say. I I come from kind of a conspiracy theorist side of things because I always believe that like there are certain things built into systems, and maybe not intentionally. Or there's certain things that aren't intentionally patched because you know. It, It doesn't make sense to have a system that's going to be running forever and ever and ever, because then Mm -hmm. how how would Sony make more money, you know, releasing a game system? So in a sense, like I come from that aspect of like, maybe they knew about the problem, but intentionally didn't patch it and hope that nobody would catch on. Kind of thing, because then, you know, it it makes people more inclined to either buy another PlayStation 4 or buy Mm -hmm. a PlayStation 5 and just do the upgrade kind of deal. So there's definitely that aspect to it, too. But it sounds like it's more of a software issue than a hardware issue. So it's definitely seems like something plausible to just be patched as uh, Mm -hmm. as you said. So uh, that's kind of the standpoint I come from on this. And of course, I think it's really shitty that they don't publicly address this or at least acknowledge Mm -hmm. that, hey, this is a problem we'll actively work on that that's the part where I'm just like, okay, what's really going on here.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, like for me, like a uh, retro actually said something uh, uh, inside the chat as like anyone else can uh, could say uh, has said that uh, where was the roadmap they could have uh, published to identify working issues to address problems. The system, the system rolled out with and they do. I mean, the the PlayStation blog itself tells you exactly what they're uh, like. It's the best place to see to to, to uh, give, you'd see what they're doing and they are they are fairly transparent when it comes to this kind of thing this one though however they've been dragging their feet on this I and mean, this has almost been hitting almost a month but like uh like and unfortunate to say though like normally i can understand what you're uh like what what, what flex was talking about uh uh like uh that they may have just purposely you know done it but unfortunately there's a pattern to a uh, PlayStation, oh, uh, with Sony's negligence when it comes to this, I think the most one that sticks out to it was changing your name, because someone like you remember that like uh the biggest issue of that was that you that if you made a PSN account, it you're stuck with that name. You couldn't change it in any way, and it wasn't uh, it, because whoever did the did the backup database system, they could have put a comma where they should have put a semicolon totally screwed all that up and then the people were stuck with names that they've had for literally over a decade until they finally kind of semi changed it you know i mean so i think this is something that like when they did the when they implemented the trophy systems they probably didn't think this far ahead about like how they're connecting to it and then they realized oh now it's like this wasn't a good move you know but they still haven't admitted (laughs) uh to this kind of thing which really which which really irritates me uh, uh on it and like uh but uh uh, and the, that I guess that's the one thing I'm really kind of irked. Um, I'm more irked about is the fact that they just need to be more like, like, uh, like when when something like this happens, like this is something that isn't this that isn't a uh, a small deal or something that could be overlooked easily. This is something that needs to be like shot out. Like this needs to be something that they need to say, "Hey, okay, this is a problem that's been exposed. We'll look into it. You don't even need to give us an update on it. Right. We'll just know that you've said." Oh, okay. We're, we now know that this is, uh, that, uh, that there's, there's an issue with this. We're going to look into it and then give us an update on whenever you're going to fix it, uh, fix this issue. Cause, cause now, cause for me, cause you already know me, the biggest issue for me is like, Hey, I bought these games. I have a rack of games back behind me. And you're telling me that like, uh, it, that there's a chance that these games are totally going to be obsolete for me, even if I have hardware or digital of it. It's ridiculous. I mean, like you you can't. Uh, uh uh you just you just can't do that to your folks and that and i think they're gonna do right but they haven't officially made a statement of it yet so
3: yeah and maybe it just hasn't hit the right ears yet for anybody to make out that statement but still it's kind of that you all have said it they're dragging their feet on an issue that's very prominent and that could become it even more known as the PlayStation 4 is starting to get up there in age and as those hardware components are gonna start to fail. And it makes you wonder too if there's other hardware components that you know you either take off or or that fail that you have to replace, if that's gonna have the same kind of effect software wise. So and honestly I'd rather not have achievements if that means my PlayStation's gonna work. <laughs>
0: so no, no, right? right? I don't care exactly. about my
3: trophies <laughs> as long as my system works. Like
0: exactly <laughs> exactly so i mean we'll, we'll we'll yeah we'll definitely see where this is going to come i think i think it's going to be a very uh uh that something's going to have to be said and i can't wait till they do do it yeah like uh, dust 100 percent unintentional yeah, so, yeah see but but what makes it annoying dust and i mean i'm pretty sure you understand where i'm coming from oh is no the fact he meant his name that's oh, what he was referring what was he to about, was born no he what said was, that
1: He was born with his place, his gamer tag name, and I said, no, you stole it from your brother.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, 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 no. I don't
1: think he was paying attention to the conversation. Uh, Both was a good response to both. Yeah, maybe.
0: Flexus is stuck with, uh, you were stuck with Soccer Girl 69. I'm
1: kidding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. It's possible. I remember that's freaking hilarious to me. Like, there's a lot of different kinds of things that I'm just saying. Like, I mean, those kind of, I mean, there's, there's horror stories with some of these names. Like, some of these names, you're like, some of those names were really horrible. Like, and then, and then you're stuck with that for over 10 years. And then, like, keep in mind, you're a child. Uh, you got your PS3 at ten years old. Now you're 25, and you have right. the same name that you had at 25. You know, I mean, suck my PP like, four four yeah, four is not yeah. a good
1: name anymore, buddy. Exactly. No. <laughs> I
0: mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> <I> mean <laughs> well, when that I was, was full I thought it
3: was hilarious, but
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> because the world was so small. You know, you were, you, were, you were the you were the king of your own domain. You know, so there you yeah.
3: go.
0: All right, all right.
2: Yeah, Smithy. Yeah. Let's wrap, let's wrap it up you know with I your about, topic. Man. Oh God. Yeah, so so <laughs> we've got Overwatch League uh this is your first official weekend back uh for the league. <gasps> Don't so say hi. Yeah, that's, been, you know, that big hypes on that. And I'm actually like, I got to say first, before we get into it, I was a little disappointed last year. I felt like it kind of fizzed out, especially, I mean, obviously we were in the pandemic and whatnot. Um, but I felt like they could have used the digital space. And actually a lot of places uh, kind of blew me away. Their transition into digital was very clunky. And mm. You know, they tried out some different things and I get a lot of people are trying out different things and whatnot. It just did not. I felt like it, it missed a lot. They had recently, I think that was the same year that they moved to YouTube as well, uh, which I felt like on their numbers as far as attendance that took mass. I felt like big, big hits from being on Twitch to being on YouTube. And there were some things like uh, uh, being able to earn rewards and stuff that weren't implemented right off the bat, which that has changed now. They partnered up with T-Mobile and that is a little thing. So I, I went and and connecting my Battle.net to uh, YouTube to be able to start uh, farming that stuff again. And I just, you know, I started watching. I think it's going to be interesting, though, because they have it broken up a little differently uh, this year as far as they've got it as a region. I know, like, Philadelphia Fusion, they're over in the East region, so they're playing uh, with the Asian uh, countries and stuff like that. There are talks now, I read this article, that there's talks that they're going to be having uh, the teams are going to try out having the teams go over to Hawaii and oh, wow. trying to be able to, yeah, be able to have those essentially away games where they would be there. They said it's under, I think, like 90 milliseconds uh, as far as the latency, so it's still within a respectable, uh, uh, I guess, I guess um, range for them to still be able to play uh, without it affecting it and whatnot. Yeah. So I think this, this actually could be huge, you know what I mean, as far as them being able to expand and do that. The only disadvantage I see to that is the fact that then the uh, those, those um, teams in the eastern region would not have to travel, whereas those in the Western region would have to travel to Hawaii. So there's going to be a little bit of wear and tear, uh, as far as them having to make that travel and stuff like that. But I feel like this is a good solution. I mean, just watching this weekend, it was, it was a lot of fun, a lot of great matches. This is day two, uh, going on. There's live games or live matches happening right now. They're at intermission. But, uh, yeah, this is, this is really, um, you know, I, I'm excited to see what they do, and they, I really feel like the Overwatch League needs a big year this year. Yeah. Um, especially with the other games that have come out, how they're doing things are starting to open up. I know they've got plans and they want to uh, get people back in these live venues. I think that is still going to be something that you're going to have to, and we're going to have to watch out because people are going to be a lot more hesitant going into these face to face situations. It depends on you know, the availability of uh, vaccinations and, and things like that. Obviously there's still going to be uh, rules and restrictions that'll have to be followed. But I know that these, especially that league, I feel like it's built around having that live experience. However, I do have to say I was disappointed in what I thought they could have capitalized on digitally uh, at the beginning of this. So mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. But I do feel that they're starting to make the right moves and starting to uh take advantage of some of that cuz i feel like a lot of this now p- the world has seen it now we can work strictly off of digital so i feel like a lot of places though there's going to be uh you know live in person stuff i still think that there's going to be some sort of digital digital element that will complement it or or you know what i mean kind of i think that's not going away uh by any means so we'll see but inside overwatch league is back uh i'm excited checking out the professionals and and them doing work it's always good times what are you guys Mm -hmm. thoughts um well okay
0: go for it go for it. it
3: I'm very passionate because Overwatch League was actually the first, like, eSport I ever got into, and so I- I'm sure you guys remember, uh, I was big Overwatch head. I loved Overwatch, so go Shanghai Dragons, one of my favorite teams.
0: Weren't you a D.Va main or something? Yeah,
3: like, yeah, I was a D.Va main. Like, I was a D.Va, and I was an off-tank and healer. Uh, that was what I huh. usually played. Diva, Mora, Mercy, uh, a little bit of Ryan here and there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so i'm excited so let me rephrase this a little bit here i'm not surprised that they had a hard time doing the transition because when they transitioned away from twitch over to youtube it seemed like they were kind of in a downhill for a little bit and they just weren't getting the same traffic that they had before so to then have to do an even bigger transition from you know offline to online i'm not entirely surprised disappointed yes but not entirely Mm -hmm. surprised that they had kind of a clunky uh movement there now i'm super stoked and i hope that they you know because blizzard has the resources available so i'm hoping that they can kind of use this as an opportunity to grow out overwatch league again because i think it's really really well put together esports um Like community. I just want to see, you know, see it excel and do well because it is so cool. But yeah, I'm kind of, I'm a little disappointed, but at the same time, I'm very excited for the new season. I hope there's going to be a lot of good stuff coming down the pipeline for them. Uh, And of course, I always want them to succeed just because I'm a big Overwatch League fan. So (laughs)
0: now is the, uh, now is the, uh, what's it called? Is this the last year for, uh, for over the first season, the Overwatch one, or are they planning on switching over to Overwatch two for what they know? Or have they? I, I
2: guess don't they didn't know really have what to, the plan yeah. is exactly for that. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, I have no Tino's idea because we
1: don't. There's no date. Oh, that's
2: yeah, true. Yeah. And, and like they haven't, like, cause I'm pretty sure PvP is going to be in there. And I imagine with them saying that the, everything from Overwatch one is going to carry over to Overwatch two. Uh, then basically they just are just going to... Overwatch 1 will no longer be relevant. It'll all be packaged in Overwatch 2, and then you'll have a separate story mode that goes along, you know what I mean, that'll also be part of that main game. So them trying to patch that into Overwatch 1, they just said we're going to make a new game, focus on the infrastructure of the story mode, and then we'll take the mechanics and all the stuff from Pv or from Overwatch 1 and put that into uh, this game as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, okay. So I guess the biggest thing for me is that, uh, well, like, I mean, I don't usually watch the esports version of this because every time I try watching the esports version, it just got, I, I get easily confused on what the hell's going on. But, but like, uh, but overall though, I just think that, uh, that. The surprise of them switching over to like, well, I think they, there was a lot over on their plates to do this kind of conversion, despite the fact that they were doing remote. They, they were doing like the teams had to play remotely because of COVID. On top of that, mm-hmm. the platform from Twitch to YouTube, it's not like. I mean it's twitch to YouTube because like YouTube is get popular uh when it comes to streaming, but it is not twitch pop popular whatsoever where they right. gotta get that. So 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 that now you're telling now you have to convince not only your fans to go check on a, a new platform out to see it, but you also have to convince your sponsors to be like, We're gonna have a rough year. <laughs> like there's there's right. no yeah. sugar there is no sugarcoating, what's gonna happen because like there's no physical events, all these different kinds of things are happening all at the same same time that it's a they really tried their best that they uh, that they do it uh uh with it and it seems like what they're doing now like especially how youtube is format uh their, their YouTube's format is uh oh, with these things are more friendlier than what it was initially because they were literally doing this off of the cuff last year i think that uh I, I can kind of understand where they're kind of going with this rough this rough transition but i i feel like i mean uh, I, I mean, it looks fun to play. It looks like I mean, it looks like it would be very interesting. People who are in, interested in esports and watching this stuff, then, then I think they I think they are going to have a fun time checking it out. So, uh, the real question is like, I don't know what they would need to do to improve because I have no idea what to improve. What's something like this, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I
1: think with last year, like the move to YouTube, and for somebody like myself who watches more YouTube than I watch regular television,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I wasn't happy about it uh i liked watching it on twitch watching it on youtube just felt weird to me um i don't know it, it was it just felt less interactive i guess but also yeah. i um i don't know like it, it was weird also I, I i can understand why it took so long for them to kind of figure out how the mechanics of things are going to work right so now we're in a pan a uh, A Panera Bread, as I like to call it. (laughs) (laughs) We're in a Panera Bread. Nobody knows what's going on, really, as far as, like, you know, what's... Because we were getting a lot of, like, misinformation at first, um, unfortunately, with, you know...
0: Oh, don't go into that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But here's the thing is, so... Okay, let's say let's say that we were going to play games respectively they were going to be in their city versus this other team which is in their city, right? Okay, how do you make sure nobody's cheating? How do you you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of there's a lot of implementation there. And then on top of that, you have to make sure everybody in the space that's competing is, you know, X amount apart, like there had to be rules and bylaws along with the laws that were already set into place. And I think that's what complicated everything. And I get it. Now we're kind of moving into a transitional period. It's like, okay, now I know what's going on. We're all getting vaccinated slowly, but surely. Is that going to keep us safe? We don't really know yet. Hope is all that we have. But at least now we're, we're able to take steps to say, okay, we know we can do this and this worked. And now this is how we move forward with things. And I think that's where that's where we're at now versus last year where everyone's like, I don't, I don't know.
0: I think that it's a little bit tougher though, too, because of the, like one more thing is that they have uh, like, for instance, like Dallas, I think it was Dallas's Dallas flame or whatever that that was playing earlier. Or whatever that their their team it says dallas but some of these people are playing in like korea china they're on that team uh uh that that that's representing the local city here for uh, for that so yeah. so i guess the biggest one of the biggest issues is that it like they're like Uh, a streaming a league this big with like how many teams are there 12 are there 12 teams
2: i believe there's way more than that dude there's more than that yeah Yeah, Yeah. it's it's
3: a lot of teams
1: you also have to remember that like a lot of people like let's say someone from originally from korea got drafted to the dallas team they went back home so they weren't stuck yeah a whole virus situation
0: so you're talking about streaming on bandwidth wise that you have this kind of levels of stuff totally that different. they like like it's all over the place it's not like it's not consistent it's not stable it's like that so like I understand where they're coming it makes sense for them to have a central zone in Hawaii to do it which is like yeah. which is like okay I can understand where you're where, uh, maybe even do what they did with the NBA make a closed bubble or whatever uh, uh, for right. get, for this kind of deal. which
2: they did but they did do that a bit uh last year or they, yeah. they attempted to do that when they came back. They completely stopped. They full stopped when it first went down. And then I think it was like a month or two after. And they came back with the bubble approach.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, the, Oh, I'm sorry.
3: Sorry, I keep no, interrupting you. No, <laughs> no, no,
0: no. Go for it. I talk a lot. <laughs> um,
3: no, and that was the interesting aspect, too, because you have these international players. And, you know, how do you keep them involved? Especially because, uh, like, half the teams first off are international. And secondly, uh, you know, a handful of teams as well are filled with international players from places like Korea and China and so on and so forth. Um, So how do you make sure they're safe? How do you, you know, make sure that they're still involved do you put their contracts on freeze for these teams and like recruit someone else like how do you go through these steps and I'm sure this is a lot of the issues too that uh, Mm -hmm. Blizzard had to deal with when moving through the motions of trying to transition to online and of course too like it's not easy because you have a team involved you know it's not just a single person or it's not like okay we can just it's not like how capcom did tournaments you know where they're like okay we can just separate the tournaments because of like their lo- geolocations like no you have mm-hmm. like t- entire teams that consist of people from different regions and um Alex made a good point too it's like a lot of these people have to go back to their home countries when you know panera bread hit us so <laughs> like that that was a big aspect of it too and i don't blame blizzard for having the struggle for sure again it's always just a level of like okay yeah i'm kind of disappointed because you guys could do better you have the resources but at the same time i understand because right. it's the nature of what's going on um and it can be really difficult to transition when you have these team environments or transition from live in-person events to strictly online, so. Mm.
2: Well, and and that was something that we had spoken about before, too, going into this or into that last season was the player fatigue and stuff like that because some people were having to do a ton of traveling Mm. uh, to get to these other places. So it's already an issue that they're having as far as their structure for, you know, who the people are playing, how they come. I kind of liked how... They had it where it was separated and then their two regions came together in a championship game where you, you know what I mean? Like where it's just that one time where they're meeting, almost kind of like, uh, but I also like having a bit of that crossplay as well. So, you know, it, again, it's, it's seeing them mature as a league. Uh, and, and like Flex was saying, there's a ton of money that is already in this and, and I don't want to see it fail. I want to see it, uh, succeed. So it'll be, It'll be I'm I'm curious to see how moving forward, especially with uh the climate that we're in right now, you know, how successful that is. Um, you know, if they do more of a hybrid and start upping their cause they have fantastic productions, oh, but yeah. now it's about getting, you know, some of these uh, you know, how do they get people to want to watch? And I think more of the focus now needs to be on building the the out these characters from the players telling their stories and and that's where you're going to get people that are going to want to get involved they're going to get sucked into a team or a player that i think is where they need to start putting their focus on but these kids are young too they're not trained to go and talk to millions of people they'll probably they could possibly say something crazy that ends their career uh you know so like it's a really weird space to have to deal with and and just uh Retro had said why did they leave I I still not sure if that was a hundred percent com- confirmed yeah it
0: was the, the, the contract was yeah the contract it was because uh, YouTube offered more money to Blizzard on that one correct so, yeah okay. yeah they, they had yeah. a limited
1: contract for Twitch um and then when that contract was up there was a bidding war and YouTube offered more money. That's all. It wasn't right. like they left on bad terms or anything. They could go back to Twitch later on, um, right. but yeah, that's it. It wasn't like a, I, what, a three or four year deal, wasn't it? it.
2: Yeah, yeah, they were on
1: for a while. It wasn't just like a one year contract, but yeah. the one year, <sighs> the last year that they had signed with them because they, they signed every year. Uh, yeah. it, look at it, it this was way, though. Was not yeah, but with there YouTube, prob- yeah. they were able to technically bandwidth wise reach more people is what mm. they were saying. Cause I think Twitch is banned in some countries if you don't right. have a VPN and not everyone's able to access into VPN uh, even if they can afford it, which it, it's not that expensive, but sometimes it's not. Ooh, excuse me. Well, then
0: again, though, too, it's like, I just think that it's like, when it, when it came to money like that, like remember at one point in time, streaming services and stuff like this, like esports itself really wasn't anything until like, you know, they were doing events on Twitch so really, Twitch was the, the kind of the giant starter of broadcasting these these events right. for everything. Like for everything, it wasn't like so. Then once they got, and then once you know, companies, like YouTube, Hulu, all these different kinds of groups. Because I mean, like you remember now, uh, like if you remember at the beginning of like the football season, they were trying, they were testing streaming games but specifically right. for yahoo but then now you're talking now you're seeing it now and it's like oh you can yahoo. watch a game on yeah initially it was on yahoo sports yep. you could watch you go watch your first streamed game of a football game but then now it's like you can watch it on hulu there's specific things on hulu things on espn stuff like that uh, towards it so I, amazon yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Nickelodeon. it's like. Yeah. So it was the infantile <laughs> By the way, that was funny. That was hilarious that they did that. Yeah. So like, I want literally- all the
2: games to be Nickelodeon games.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. But uh, yeah, so I mean, uh, that's the way I look at it. So I think what happened was that they were just promote they they sold themselves that uh they I won't say they sold themselves. That's not in a derogatory way, but more like they they made something, then they pitched it to other competitors to see if they would get more money uh, than what Twitch is going to offer. I mean, Twitch is still the number one when it comes to this kind of stuff, but then like, oh, and, they, yeah. and then and it's a huge gamble for like, you know, for like, a, like an Overwatch league to go on a different platform that doesn't, that, that doesn't have as many eyes seen on it. But I mean, like, I, but like, so I think that's exactly what they did. I think YouTube throws them a ridiculous like amount of money for what they were going to get out of it. And they're like, like, who, who would say no to that? You know, yeah. even if, even if it's less eyes. Then which I'm pretty sure it'd still be less eyes if they look at the real numbers.
1: Well, the numbers. Here's the thing was Twitch couldn't handle as many viewers that were watching um, and keep it as smooth as it was versus um, YouTube can handle that amount of traffic. Uh, And I think that was also part of the issue. uh, I guarantee you.
0: That that I guarantee you that, that the, like even though YouTube can carry, can support more, I guarantee you that the numbers compared to ever like uh, on YouTube, oh, it's yeah. not going to sure, compare smaller, compared yeah. to the numbers of what it is on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. And I don't so think it any, was because of that. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, and
3: no, like kidding. the other, as- I was gonna say the other aspect of it too is like every major competitive or esports uh tournaments are generally hosted on Twitch. I mean, you think about Starcraft, you think about Capcom and Tekken mm. and um, not just the fighting games, but like, uh, like shooters. Galerant, and things like that. Like yeah, exactly. They're, they're, I, mean, yeah. I mean, they're always hosted on Twitch. That is like the platform to have these kind of uh, events because Twitch has such a, a user-friendly interface. Um, And and the way it's formatted is perfect for something like this. However, uh, you know, Lex makes a great point, too, because Overwatch was really popular. And I remember watching it and, like, thousands and, like, huge numbers of viewers were watching Overwatch. And now um, you have, like, not as many viewers even though you have a platform that can handle it. So it's, again, it's kind of a toss up, but obviously the big factor here too, is like how they transitioned, not just from platform to platform, but also from pre Panera bread to post Panera bread. So, (laughs) or not post, but I should say, uh, continued Panera bread. <laughs> In the middle of eating my lunch Panera bread kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry guys. Yeah. Opie
1: had a bad dream apparently and she jumped up and started barking. A bad
2: <sighs> Oh yeah, we didn't I didn't hear no. it. That's all good. It's all uh, good. I yeah. cut it right we'll as see, it I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's really going to help, too, that they've incorporated that connection from the Battle.net into this YouTube. Because that was a big yeah. reason that I would just at least have it up so I could mm-hmm. just, you know what I mean, like get them tokens and whatnot. So yeah. I think that in itself is going to help boost viewership. And for me, you're right. It's more about a, just being familiar. I'm more familiar using Twitch than I am YouTube. I don't really do a lot of watching of live streams on youtube but i'm becoming more mm-hmm. familiar with it and interacting and and working within it so it's just getting used to it but i mean this could be a huge move for them you know yeah. what i mean and and we'll see as far as what the changes that youtube makes and implements along with what they do as a league and stuff like this you know it could be uh i think it could it could be beneficial to both in the long run we'll right. see
0: well, yeah. I mean, it's always like the, the best thing is having healthy competition. Like you don't want one company mm-hmm. to be like ahead of everything because that I means that they're going to take control of everything. So like, uh, right. no, the, this, so this is, I really, I am, I am rooting for them to do it, to be successful on YouTube. I really am. Cause like the, because the people who are going to win out of this is everyone because everyone will be yeah so everyone will 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 you're going to have healthy competition between the brands and then you're going to get a better product uh, betw- uh that's going to be produced out uh because of that because of that competition so let's see how that where that goes you know so that is yeah that's uh <laughs> that's a that's a real cool one so that's a real good topic man we have a good topic we have we had a we have a hat trick yeah. of topics today awesome <laughs> great deal hey uh lex yeah what do you have planned for the week?
1: Good question. Uh, I'm going to... I am oh, I have to play Mists of Aiden. Uh, <laughs> you have
0: to? Yeah.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll smoke some of my CBD flower before I jump
0: into that and <laughs>
1: just show myself out. <laughs> um, I'm going to play some Mists of Aiden. And, uh, yeah, just kind of that that's my two that's my two days of spoopy and then of course we have uh on tuesdays we've kind of been switching it up from uh, dead by daylight to um home sweet home survive which is really interesting if you haven't played it it is dbd ish but it's, it's it's got a twist to it and i like it uh and you can fight back which is really cool uh and then uh yeah i think that's that's pretty, pretty much it you know, hopefully uh, I I can rest up today and I caught up on Falcon and Soldier. So I'm going mm. to go mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Still,
2: yeah. If How far behind are you? No, no, no. I'm just whatever this last one dropped. I just haven't seen this last one. Oh, okay. yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, then you're yeah. not too far behind, which I rewatched the last episode because I was like, Davis, what happened? I'm like, did I like have a seizure while watching? I can't remember. And he was like, wait, <laughs> I was like. I kind of remember that. So I rewatched it yesterday and then. Uh,
0: uh, watched today's. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah, you're right. Watched yesterday's episode. Too. You're, right, you're right. I
1: rewatched it. And then Friday I watched the, the newest episode. Uh, but if you guys haven't watched The Nevers on HBO Max. Oh, it's good. Not
3: <laughs> Fox,
1: but it's good. I'm uh, excited. Oh, But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me this week.
0: Just going to awesome. be hanging out. All right. What about you? What about you, Smitty? What are your plans this week?
2: Uh, mine are gonna be. I I'm not 100 sure. I've got a ton of. I've got a recording next Saturday. Oh, that's right. I won't be here on the gamecast next Saturday. I've got to shoot. Uh, which uh, just now I I found is is later on. Um, but yeah, I've got a pretty busy week next week. I'm pretty sure I'll be streaming on Thursday. I might do an earlier day stream Friday because I'm technically off on Friday, uh, but we'll we'll see where I'm at as far as uh, preparedness with that shoot. Uh, but, yeah, other, other than that, though, man, you know, I'm me I'm be popping in doing those late night grinds of uh, Outriders and and keeping up with my destiny, too, is is really the plan. Nothing big.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Nothing big. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. And our special guest, Flexis. How about you? Why don't you, why don't you promote? What's, what, uh, what are your plans? What are you, what are you up to? Yeah. What are you yeah. So,
3: again, uh, for everybody who is new to me and my content, I'm Flexus. I'm a commentator, competitor, and uh, content creator for Equinox Gaming, um, For also for Street Fighter Five, um, I'm a little bit out of commission right now. I'm try- in the process of repairing my PC to be able to get back into streaming. But you can obviously still follow me on Twitch. I will be back in streaming very soon. But in the meantime, I just do commentary for different events. So make sure to go and check that out. You can follow me on Twitter at flexus underscore yes i do have great taste in ginger beer i can uh, mm-hmm. spill the plethora of ginger beer knowledge upon you all <laughs> i also talk a lot about fighting games and memes and also jojo's bizarre adventure so you can kind of find that kind of content but honestly outside Perfecto. of commentary for the week i think i'm just gonna be uh playing some valheim i've been on the valheim kick lately
0: Nice, so. very nice. Do you, uh, what uh, What do you need? To go, like, what are you need to do to fix your PC? Like, was a capture card or what?
3: No, it was the motherboard and CPU. I was. Oh pissed. crap! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, no. I I don't know for sure which one it is, but I don't have enough patience to try and test it out Either anymore. I've already tested everything else. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just glad it's not the, the GPU. If it was the graphics card, I would have I would have flipped my table and walked away and walked down the street and walked over <laughs> to Smitty's house or something. <laughs> yeah, that's a long walk.
0: Oh, that would be um, a long that's a hitchhike. That's what that would be. <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly.
0: Oh but my yeah, God. jokes
3: aside, it's uh, it's unfortunately either the motherboard or the CPU or both. I haven't figured it out. I don't care, to. I'm just ordering the parts and waiting for them. Fair to go, enough.
0: So. That yeah. is fair enough. All right. And then yeah, and then uh yeah. As for me, I yeah, am going, to be, going on, dude. Yeah, I'm going to be uh streaming uh well, I like, do my normal stream Monday through Friday. First three days, it's always trying to we play a story-driven game. So the first uh we beat we've been crushing it this week, actually. We beat Bravely Default 2. We beat nice. uh we beat Record of the Lotus Wars, Deedlit, in Wonder Labyrinth. Like it's a weird name title, but it was that a great a long game. ass name. It is, it is. But it was <laughs> a great game. It was a Castlevania Symphony of the Night like game, and I was like, I can't say no to that. And I, so, like, we beat that yesterday. Uh, so next week we're going to be playing uh, Marvel Avengers. We're going to try to beat the story mode of Marvel Avengers nice. Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Then on Thursday we're probably gonna play some Monster Hunter, and Friday we're gonna play a Ooh. random, indie game. yeah, Monster Hunter Rise. Love that game. The game is so good. I just love it so so good. And uh, and then on Friday we're gonna be playing a, a random indie game to to uh to check it all out. So and then but today I am going to go when once we're done here, gonna go watch some more Ink Masters. <laughs> so like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. but it's uh, it's good. So let's go with it. So guys. This was episode number 88 of the CFG Gamecast. Thank you for being a part of the conversation. We will be back again next week. Unfortunately, Smitty will not. He has Smitty stuff to do that week, uh, but we'll have a try to see if we get a special guest for that, like we did with Flex. Flex is an awesome character uh, person, so definitely check her out. Uh, Flexis, that's Flexis with two underscores And uh, check her awesome content. And uh, uh, yeah, I also like to thank you. Thanks, Flex, for being here. Uh, It was really fun talking to you, geeking out.
3: Thanks for having me. It's been (laughs) a pleasure, as always.
0: Right. So, uh, so if you missed this episode live, that's okay. We will release it on our podcast services on Apple, Google podcast, Stitcher radio at the beginning of, uh, uh, on Monday morning. So definitely check it out then when it comes out. And, uh, if you did, uh, or if you just want to go check out everything that we like to do, go to our main website, confreaksandgeeks.com, where we have news, reviews, interviews, and stuff galore. Uh, hopefully when conventions come back, I've really, well, I've been kind of missing that a little bit, but then it's like, you know what? do I really miss it or is it just me just being isolated so that I'm missing but anyways we'll go with it but uh, yeah I know yeah, right <laughs> it's like you, don't, like you don't know what you got until it's gone right and then once it's gone you're like oh man this is awesome but then all of a sudden you're like oh, I kind of want to go back guys thank you for stopping by over at the CFG Gamecast we'll be back again uh, next week so this is Davis, Flex and Lex and signing off oh and Smithy. <laughs> <laughs> wow what <laughs> You went the wrong way. Wow. Yo, oh, you take joke. it easy.